Light from Lantern presents Knit a Spell. I'm magical maker Katie Rempe. And I'm the maker of magic, James Devine. Join us as we stitch together the symbiotic relationship between crafting and the craft. Ready? Okay. Katie! Jim! I am learning to knit. It's about time. It's all your fault. It's totally all your fault. I regret nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So here's what happened. I mean, you already know this. I do. Because you are the evil person that did it to me. (laughs) Um, But I'm going to tell you from my perspective what happened, right? So, you know, it's still the, you know, I think the pandemic is winding down. But, you know, the... Online shopping has mm. been a thing. Has it been mm. a thing for you, like during oh, pandemic? Perhaps a scotch. Mm. Perhaps a, a scotch. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So, a box arrives, and of course, there's the like. It's funny. This is a little side note, but are you getting <laughs> from your roommates a little bit of the like over the glasses, like another box for Katie, another box for Jim? Luckily, no, because we're all guilty of it. But oh. I know exactly what you're talking about. We were always like, "Is it? Is this yours? Is it? Is it mine?" So I get mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So there was a little bit of like, "Gosh, another box for Jim," which mm-hmm. was cute, right? And I looked at it and I was like, "Oh, I don't remember ordering something." But then I realized, oh, "This is something special." So um, I opened up the box, mm-hmm. and inside is what I now know to be a beginning knitting kit. That's correct. Curated by someone who knows what a real beginning knitting kit should include. Right. I think that would eventually include. (laughs) Right. And so what was interesting is, of course, as I'm learning about things, you know, we had talked about it and you said, I'm going to put something together for you. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of knew that there was something coming, but I didn't know what. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, get me those like nickel plated, super amazing, mm. super duper like, you know, needles. And, you know, like I want like, you know, whatever, like some kind of cool, like crunchy yarn, mm. like, you know, Furry. with like furry and with little frills off of it mm-hmm. so that when I knit this scarf, it's like really amazing. Right. Yes. Not knowing that yeah. apparently those yarns are a PETA. It stands for pain in the A. Yes. To work it's, with. It's a great way to set up a newbie knitter to fail accidentally because <laughs> the yarn like that is very intriguing. You're right. It's uh, alluring and you're like, ooh, what kind of fun fabric will this make? Uh, right until you realize it's really hard to differentiate between the stitch and the stuff. The frills. Stitch. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah. So having more of like a basic yarn to start with, while maybe not the most exciting, will in fact be a better time overall. So. Right. So anyway, I didn't know what I didn't know. And mm-hmm. so I open up this box. And can I just like tell you all the things that are in I mean, you know what it's in it, but can I just tell you like as though we're doing an unboxing, my Please. little reaction to each I thing. I want to okay. know the impression from someone who didn't necessarily know what all the pieces were. That is right. especially interesting. <laughs> so first, there is this bit of yarn, which I don't remember. Is it a 
skank? Is it a ha- what is it's it? It's a, sk- a skank of yarn. <laughs> a skank of yarn. What is it? Is it a skein? Is it a hank? It's, uh, I'm just going to call it a, a skank. A so skank that- of yarn. So yeah. that it's either a skank, or, I mean, either a hank or a skein. Skanks. I, I actually it's... think that's good. That's probably appropriate. <laughs> a hank or a skein. I've heard skein, 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 you know, what's whatever your preference is. Und skein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think what you sent me, though, was a hank of yarn. So what yes. is the difference between a hank and a skein? Do we remember? Well, so it kind of depends on probably where your category of yarn came from. For me, since I have a background with a yarn company, I have particular names that I would put to certain ways that yarns are put together. So for me, um, the one you got, which is the twisted hank, would be a hank. However, I know a lot of people would also call that a skein. Um, In my world, a skein was more of a was more like a ball of yarn where you could work from the the way it came. Um, but it's more of like an oblong oval instead of like a circular ball. So got it. So, so when I many see yarns. The, when I go to the big box, big box store and mm-hmm. I see the floppy yarns laying there, mm-hmm. those are all hanks. But when I see one that's more of an oval and you can knit off of it without it tangling up, that's mm-hmm. what people that's officially or technically a skein. Yeah. Right. Got it. Okay. Yep. Well, I knew enough from my lovely, fabulous partner that if you start knitting or working from a hank, mm-hmm. you will end up with a little rat's nest of wool. Bad time, yes. Yeah. So I bawled. I did a good thing and didn't ask anyone and put this beautiful purple variegated yarn Ooh, into a beautiful. ball. And it was, I decided to make it meditative because it takes for flipping ever to do by hand. <laughs> but I've balled up kite string or whatever. So it's it's fine. It, that's not rocket go. science. Even a beginner can do that. So yes. I made this into a ball of yarn and now it has not tangled. So that's good. So I knew to do that before I started messing with it. So that is by good. the way, this is a beautiful wool yarn, I believe I mm-hmm. read. And it's soft, and it's like this slightly variegated purple. It's Mm -hmm. just beautiful. Do you remember what this yarn is? Um, So technically, like, the color would be described as a tonal, since it's, like, shades of the same color. Um, That particular yarn, though, is Sueño Worsted, which is a worsted weight yarn. Um, So uh, generally... They're the best. Worsted, don't, don't... Beginners... Mm-hmm. Don't let that judge the yarn. <laughs> That's right. It may sound terrible, quote, worst did. Um, but it's just a way to categorize the thickness of the yarn. This is a like a medium weight yarn, a number four yarn. Um, there's a ton of different ways to label the same thing, but um, sort of like a middle of the road yarn. And, and the reason I think it's a great yarn to learn on is because it's not too thin and it's not too thick, sort of like that Goldilocks situation. Goldilocks. Yep. Because even though sometimes it may seem like a thicker yarn and thicker needles would be easier to learn on, I actually think they're harder to hold um, and it becomes more cumbersome than helpful. So just a personal note. So worsted waist yarn. My favorite color is purple. You knew that about me. I I was immediately, I think one of the important things is, Start with something that's maybe attractive. 
mm-hmm. because it'll keep me interested. Like I look at that purple and it makes me want to do something with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, and I think that that's important. The only thing it's missing is sparkles. Well, you know, maybe you put on <laughs> some beads afterwards or some sequins <laughs> or something, you know. Sort that out later. (laughs) Okay. Then I reach in and I pull out this package, which is now unpackaged. And I was like, oh, these are knitting needles. Mm -hmm. But they're smaller than I was expecting. And they have this, I don't know, plastic like connector on the back end. Mm -hmm. And I open them up and the wood is almost, almost, it's so smooth. It feels oily. Like it feels like. It's they're fantastic and they're real pretty. Like you can see the um, mm-hmm. the sort of variegation and the wood in them, right? Yeah, and they're grain. they're kind of small. I thought knitting needles were long, like chopsticks, and these are mm-hmm. shorter. You know, they're just mm-hmm. like I don't know, maybe six inches, like five inches. Yep, mm-hmm. five inches, something like that. Anyway. So they're really cool. They have little gold like brass ends where the where the cable, the cable. or yep. or oh, is it called the cable? You got where it. Where the cable connects them. Oh, and now I'm noticing on the cable that there's little <laughs> tiny like writing on there. So yep. these are cool. And I was like, okay, so I got knitting needles, and this is from the you know person who's like putting this together. So tell me about these needles. Okay, so you'd mentioned earlier you were expecting like a metal needle, which is pretty traditional. Um, A lot of people end up going towards a metal needle option, but not always. I usually um, encourage people to start on a wood or a bamboo needle of some kind because it grips the stitches better. Um, In particular, I sent you the olive wood needles from Addie, and I really like those because, as you described, they have like a slipperier texture. They're really great, almost in between like the classic bamboo that's quite grabby for your uh, stitches versus um, the metal, which is really slick. So as a new person, you're a little bit more conscious about having to keep your stitches on there. You don't want them to just fall out if you're going to do something. Uh, So having a little bit of extra grip in the material of the needle is really helpful. The first thing I'm thinking is, Oh, of course. Like, I didn't really think about the grippiness of the actual surface of the material the needle's made out of. Mm-hmm. And that makes total sense that, like, for a noob, mm. you know, like, and I'm I'm holding them just like they're chopsticks because that's what I'm comfortable oh, so with. so dexterous. Yes. And um, I'm thinking about, like, yeah, to grip something with metal chopsticks is harder than with wood chopsticks. Great example. And it's kind of the same idea, like... How do I hold on to that fabric or that those that yarn? And mm-hmm. as I have started with these a little bit, I'm like, oh yeah, I really do appreciate like how they're slightly more sticky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like for without me now, being sticky with just you know, ex- yeah, sticky just as a descriptor, mm-hmm. grabby, if you will, yeah. grabby. Yeah, and like for me, you know, using a a, a wood needle is like it's quote slow. <laughs> So for, it doesn't go fast enough, um, but, you know, that's, like, a problem you'll have later in, down the road. Later, so. <laughs> when you're more, yeah. Preferences, you know. So what else was in your kit? There was a little bag, mm-hmm. a fabric bag with, like, I don't know if they're blue, like, navy blue flowers on it, mm-hmm. like a white bag, with a little zipper on top. And when you shake it, there's a little music in there, That's right. right. It's a little hint there's more inside. 
And then there was this, is that a green stripe mm-hmm. along the top there? And it says, if empty, check couch cushions. That's right. And I'm like, oh, there's probably something pinchy in there. Right? <laughs> so this is really cute. So when I unzip this little plastic maybe mm-hmm. bag with the green stripe on it. So let's do that. Um, inside is some really cool stuff that I'm like, what is this? So there's, oh, she sent me a heart. <laughs> That's right. So it's this little heart and it is spring loaded. Mm-hmm. And I, I had no idea what this was. It's a button. It's basically a heart button that I push and I'm like sending hearts to you. Push, push, push. But it's yes. spring loaded. And I'm like, okay. And it's got two holes like from the top. Mm-hmm. And so I started to think. Oh, do my needles like go in there? Oh, you're so smart, Jim. So then I sort of like put my needles in there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it sort of like holds my needles. It's a little needle holder thingy-mabobber. That's right. I think It'll that's the official care. name. I think it's called the needle holder thingy-mabobber. That, yes. And then exactly. I remembered Michael will have his knitting and it'll just be laying there and I'll mm. like need to put it in a bag. And I'm like, won't the knitting fall off the needles or unravel? <laughs> or sometimes the knitting is stuck. Like this is like the knitting needles are shoved into the ball of yarn. So, and then your knitting is off the side and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I've seen that. Mm-hmm. So it described this thing. What is the, the needle holder thingamabobber actually called? So essentially it's like a toggle. Um, activation so you squeeze it down and the holes open and then you insert your your needles in there while you have work on your needles i used to use um like a wine cork to do very much the same thing i would just like stuff the ends of the needles into like a wine cork um and that would also save the stitches from falling off randomly but this is a much more modern classy (laughs) way of doing it so if uh, i want to buy this what do i google search toggle so it's called an Addy to go. Uh, this usually... one is by the, by the Addy brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sure there are other versions out there, but the one that's the heart shape in particular um, that we're showing here, that's the one from Addy. And they do it does have say two Addy sizes on it. as well. Yep. So they'll have a size that'll fit like a range of smaller sizes, which is the one you have. And then there's actually a larger one as well. Yeah. Cute. Well, it's super adorable. Mm-hmm. Like oh, she sent me love. Like, very on point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then in there is what I can only describe as a needle. I mean, it's like, I'm like, okay. So if in the biblical stories, they're like mm-hmm. a camel needs to fit through the eye of a needle. Yep. I'm like, it was probably one of these. Yes. This a, is a big, big one. <laughs> it's a big, like won't poke through my skin because it's mm. not actually sharp, but it's some big old needle that's made out of either white plastic it looks like or something mm-hmm. but uh, what this, is it a tapestry it? needle so a tapestry needle mm-hmm. so is this a- i'm sewing a tapestry i'm pulling the floss through with this thing 
Prob- I mean, maybe. Actually, that's a good question. I don't know why it's called a tapestry okay, needle sorry. necessarily. That's interesting. Put you on the spot. <laughs> well, I mean, now I guess I'll just look that up. That's one of those things <laughs> you just don't even like think about. Um, but I know they come like with a blunt tip or with a pointier tip for uh, for weaving in ends, which is essentially what this is mainly used for um, in the finishing work of your item. Um, it's a really great tool to have. Um And like you said, it's really big, so it's easy to fit the yarn through. It's not a sewing thread, which is like really teeny weeny. Um, This is like one that you won't actually lose as easily. (laughs) Although if it ends up in the cushions and you sit on it, I mean, that won't ever feel good. So, you know, if if it's absent, check the couch cushions, just like you said. That's cute. Mm -hmm. Then this bag has a little keychain on the inside. And so to keep something from getting lost or falling out, there's this little tab Mm. with a ring around it. And then Mm -hmm. there's a little ball, you know, chain. Mm -hmm. And then there is this orange, I think, kitty cat that has big old feet and he's wearing a a little suit, you know, a little tuxedo. And when you squeeze the feet together... Out pops the tiniest little pair of scissors you've ever seen. I love this pair of snips. They are, I promise, the most handy little thing you will have in your whole arsenal. Uh, Just having it like be able to hang off your little notions bag, you will be surprised how many times you're like, if only I had a little pair of scissors. And they're so... uh, incognito that I've never had anyone even question what they are. So it's great for traveling with as well. It's okay. So is this called a notions bag? And are these things called, are these things called notions? Yes. So anything that's not like a needle or a yarn, I suppose is considered a notion. So it's like the everything else, you know, maybe it's like a button or we'd call it, um, accessories yes exactly the other things you need the bits and the bobs notions Mm-hmm. okay that's a great term <laughs> so see be- newbies are like what is that see and i don't even think about it like you said so I, it's great to have someone new to like make it all fresh for you again too yeah right mm-hmm. okay so then there is this other bag with like this japanese style sort of navy and white fabric mm-hmm. with flowers super cool Is this also a notions bag? I have a second notions bag. So here's the deal, Jim. As a knitter, you're required to have at least one bag per project. And far be it from me to not properly prepare you with the perfect amount of bags by supplying you with at least three bags, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Okay, so I didn't know this rule. I I don't know the knitting rules. So Mm -hmm. this is a knitting commandment. Mm -hmm. Thou shalt... Thou shalt bag thy work mm-hmm. in a new and interesting bag. Yes. As um, once you become a knitter, you are also becoming an honorary bag lady. Sorry about it. But I'm also not sorry about it. <laughs> sorry, not sorry about it. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, I have another bag. Yes. And this one is the one that has stuff inside. So I unzip it. Yes. <laughs> Oop, maybe. Ready? Ready? Listen. Ooh. <laughs> and then... Out comes this cute little tin with mm-hmm. a clear top. And inside, it's paper clips. That's what I thought. I'm like, she sent me paper clips. <laughs> I was like, oh my uh, gosh, I sent him paper clips? Yeah. No. So Almost. inside 
are, oh, it's not paper clips, it's um, key rings, little tiny rings. Little, they do look like tiny key rings. Little tiny, they're not key rings, they're just round metal looking rings that are. That's right. And Those I don't. are your don't ever important sense. stitch markers. Okay, but the, I'm thinking that there's some. Those don't have a way to, they don't open. That's right. There's some gold of them don't and silver, open. they don't open. And then there's the ones that are look like um, a modified safety pin. Mm-hmm. Those do open. And yes. they look like they open. They might even have a pin. Let's see. Yeah. They're like a type, ouch. They're a type of safety pin. <laughs> yes. Basically, right? Mm-hmm. And they have a little, I'm going to describe it for people listening. It is a teardrop yes. shape. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it has sort of a round, like it's round on the bottom and the pin goes up. It's just a wire that goes around with like the safety pin top. Mm-hmm. And they're in different pesto colors, I think. Mm-hmm. I see a bunch of different colors that are probably like blue and green and red and yellow and colors that I can't really see. Um, but that's okay. It, I see some It's of them. always good to have a blend, even if you can't see the particular color, just so that it's different than others. Uh, some Why? patterns you'll want to say like, oh, I'm only doing a particular stitch pattern between these two stitches. Um, so I want to remember that between these stitches is where I need to do this special part. So you might put different looking stitch markers there just to remind you when you're in the groove, oh, that's the place I need to stop and do that special thing. So it's uh, visual reminders as well as practical uses, um, like the locking stitch marker, the one that looks like a safety pin. They're yeah. really great for rescuing dropped stitches too, if you happen to find one as you're working away and all of a sudden there's a stitch running down your work and you're like, oh no, stop, stop. You can put one of those little safety pin stitch markers right into the stitch and it will hold everything together until you can get over and fix it again. So now I know that might be an advanced technique for you at this point. However, that's like just right around the corner. Don't worry. We'll be okay. Doing that no so time. those on uh, my eyes are like, is, yeah. <laughs> and then there's the rings. There's the gold and silver rings, which mm-hmm. I suppose I probably just run onto one of the needles and then keep knit, keep knitting. Right. And it sort of ends up sort of in there as like between two stitches as a little like, here's a spot to know something. That's exactly right. Yep. I, okay, got it. I really personally love the really basic stitch markers. Um, some people make really elaborate, beautiful, like dangly stitch markers, like almost earring like kind of things. And they're wonderful and beautiful, but I... Like I said, I'm trying to knit this thing as fast as I can. So things that are beautiful like that usually get in my way. So I just want them to be little and just work with me instead of against me. Against me, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I've got in mind a bunch of stitch markers that one day I might figure out how to use. So, oh, and these go back in my stitch marker bag. Mm hmm. Which. There you go. Boom. Are these also considered notions? Yes. Notions. Mm-hmm. Okay, notion bag. Then I have a big canvas cotton bag. Now that that's says, yes. Yarn stash. Yarn stash, which <laughs> is it has kind of a mustache mm-hmm. on the front. And it is a wordplay on like my stash of yarn. Mm-hmm. And a mustache. 
That's right. Yeah, Yarn just stash. Felt like it was appropriate. <laughs> oh, you wear it well. Yes. I held nice. the yarn stash up to my face by folding the bag over and. Oh, sir! If anyone isn't watching our YouTube video for this episode in particular, you just you got to check it out. <laughs> You're only getting half the story. <laughs> Pardon the interruption, but here's a special message from well us. Hey, magical makers. Are you looking for a fun summertime project? Try my No Sweat Mason Cozies, now available in two different sizes. You can save 50% on this pattern through July 31st by using the code KNITASPELL, that's all one word, on Ravelry at checkout. These beverage covers not only keep your hands dry, they're also a fun way to identify whose drink belongs to who. Cheers! Hey Jim, let's talk about a palm reading for a sec. Oh yeah, my favorite topic. So I don't think a lot of people necessarily think of getting a palm reading, uh, but my palm reading with you was awesome and it actually helped with a lot of preconceived notions that I had of the craft before now. Oh, you had preconceived notions about palmistry? What were yeah. they? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I'm pretty literal. So I thought having a short lifeline might mean you have a short life. Right. And that a star on your palm is bad. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Both of those are common. You know, a short lifeline does not mean a short life. It actually means a life of uh, connection with the divine and learning and creating type of life. And a star in your palm is a sign of spiritual gift. Those are two things that are dispelled right away. I know there's a lot of things on the palm that people yeah. think are good or bad, right? There's nothing inherently negative in your palm. You can use all the tools, all the markings. They are associated with your strengths, your personality, and things you can use in your life. Absolutely. I really love that modern take on palmistry, and it actually really resonated in my reading. I think everyone would enjoy a reading from you. And dear listener, if you too would like a fantastic experience that offers insight, direction, and clarity, I highly suggest booking a session with my dear friend, James Divine, and you can find more information at thedivinedhand.com. Thanks for listening. Let's jump back into our episode. Anyway, so he's got his project bag, which, as I said, is a must if you have a project going. How are you going to get it from one place to another without a project bag? It was an amazing little care package. And I just was full of, because I know this is something that is about creativity, mm -hmm. I was full of wonder and curiosity about like, what is this? Mm -hmm. What is this thing? What is that thing? What does this do? I wonder what this is for. How am I going to do this, right? Mm, yeah. And it was completely inspiring to receive a beginning knit kit, a beginning knitting kit, especially one that was like curated in such a thoughtful way. So now, how do you actually knit? So I think this was the big thing that came up for me was mm -hmm. I was trying to figure out like, how do I actually knit? Like, mm -hmm. I don't know what to do with these things. So there was a great video mm -hmm. on how to cast on that you sent me to. Yes. And I think that that was really interesting to like how to hold the needles. And there's different ways to knit, right? There is, um, if I were to listen to the people in my life, I would be wrapping the yarn around a needle, mm -hmm. and passing it through and doing this weird thing. But you are not that type of knitter. Yeah. So there's, well, so there's a lot of ways to knit, of course. Um, 
even ways you probably aren't even aware of, which is like Portuguese style knitting, Wait, where they what? use like a clip and everything. So there's a lot of, um, it's actually really cool if you have a chance to look on YouTube. They're talk about speed knitting. Um, however, um, maybe more like well-known versions are like the continental style and the English style of knitting. So you're describing the English style where you sort of wrap the yarn around with your right hand, usually have to let go of the needle. Um, and that's, that's usually the style I actually teach people with. However, um, if you're, yeah, you did not learn it that way. If you're a crocheter um, or if you're left-handed, I've actually found that continental style where you hold the working yarn, which is the, the name of the yarn, that you're actually working from is the working yarn. It's just the ball that you're pulling the yarn from. Um, it's on your left side, and that's sometimes easier for people who are those left-handed people or crocheters. Right. Um, they're used to holding it over there anyway. So um, there's What's a way it? for you to get what you need <laughs> if you're right. working the work in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just say that again. There's a way for you to get what you need out of this if you're willing to put the work into it. Right. Just like anything, imagine that. So if one style doesn't work, you can try the other one. Maybe that'll work. If that doesn't work, hey, perhaps Portuguese style knitting is up your alley. You'd look fabulous with that pin. So what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted, it's important for me to knit quickly. Maybe it's because I'm an Aries and mm. I just, um, I think that like floundering around or doing something slowly would frustrate me. Mm. So I kind of know that about my personality and I noticed that you will be on Instagram pondering something and then the next day or two, there'll be a swatch or a little mini version of whatever it is you were pondering. And mm. I couldn't imagine that someone could knit something that quickly. And so I remember asking you, like, how are you? How did you? And you're like, yeah. I, I knit in this way that's really fast. And I'm like, okay, good. I don't want to learn bad habits off the bat. I want to <laughs> learn how to do it. What's interesting is I'm right-handed, but it mm-hmm. is very natural for me to hold the the yarn in my left hand. Mm-hmm. And so the yarn and the needle, and so this is where also is confusing, but hold that thought for a second. The needle that has like the stitches, like the the fabric on it and mm. my left hand, along with the yarn that I'm sort of pulling into, you know, mm-hmm. the fa- the next the row of fabric. Yep. Exactly. That's all on my left hand. And my right hand is only holding the needle, like the naked needle. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's it's interesting that now I can't imagine having the working yarn in my right hand at all. Yeah. I just, that is weird to me, even though I'm right-handed, I'm kind of ambidextrous, I guess. I really like, I'm glad that I started out that way. Yeah. Um, But sometimes I thought that like the, the picking is what sometimes that's called. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching some videos on picking and it's like, they're reaching in with that right needle and like grabbing the Working yarn, is that what it's called? Yeah. And pulling it through the little loop and releasing that, you know, transferring it from one needle to the other in that deft, quick motion. And sometimes I still have to use my left hand and wrap the yarn around that right needle as I'm working. And so I still do I don't that too know. from time to time. That's fine. Okay. It's still considered. Nothing, nothing is wrong. If you're doing the stitch, 
then that's fine. I am not one of these people that buys into, well, if you're not doing it by this way, then you're not doing it oh, correctly. Yeah. If you are making the stitches happen in a way that you anticipate, then congratulations, you're doing it right, <laughs> whatever yeah. that means to you. So, you know, if that means you occasionally have to hold the working yarn to get a stitch going, that's fine. Just I have to do, do that very often, especially in the beginning of the row. The, the thing you have to keep in mind here is you don't know what you don't know. And in a lot of instances, that's going to work in your favor, Jim, because you're very... Um, you're a go-getter. You want to know why things are happening, um, and you want to learn more. So you you just have to give yourself a break for the things you don't know. But then also remember, because you don't know certain things are hard, um, you'll just go for it, and people will be like, "Oh, I can't believe you did X," and you're gonna be like, "I didn't. I didn't know it was hard, and I did fine." And it's because you didn't know it was hard, and it wasn't. <laughs> so there you go. How much? <laughs> How much of life is that way, that it's actually mind over matter, that it's our mindset that makes it hard instead of our- That is 100% life, right? <laughs> right. Well, let me show you what happened. Please. So my very, very first knitting is a little piece of fabric- oh, good. That is here. Gosh, it looks really good. It's got a lot of holes in it that mysteriously appeared. <laughs> and so on one side, it's not exactly straight up and down. There's like this big bulging area that's like, I'm going to call it lace. Oh, ooh, it, yes. Look at that more, buttonhole you put in there. But it more kind of looks like a moth had a heyday. <laughs> you know, and there's some big loops that are like, like what's up with that corner mm, loop? And mm -hmm. there's some... Rather large, sort of, why, how did that hole show up there? I have no idea. But you yeah. know what's cool? What? I freaking love it because it's the first thing I ever knitted. Yes. I'm just going to keep it forever and ever as like, and it's yes. stretchy. Like I made oh. a piece of stretchy fabric with You can sticks. learn a lot from that piece of fabric. You'll learn where you came from. Um, it'll be great to reflect on, like in a couple of months when you're like, oh, I know what I did there now. Like this, with time, all of this that is a mystery will become clear. And that's like the joy of learning any new hobby, right? It's, I mean, There's, that's why we do it, right? The hunger right. to learn and unlock the little mysteries. And ooh. Right. This isn't really about creating a what i think you would probably call a swatch right? right this is really about like the exploration like what's cool is it's stretchy and when i stretch it open mm -hmm. one of the things that i've discovered is the loops interlock mm -hmm. with each other in the middle and they kind of create these little ridges and it's fascinating to see like how the fabric actually operates yes it's so interesting and then that has me think about like Oh, I think I skipped one. See? Those, oh, I see. This is where, like, it kind of curved. That hole was formed because it isn't doing this particular thing with the loops. And I'm like, mm. well, that must mean something. And I remember Michael said something like yarn over, whatever yep. that means. Yeah. And I'm like, I, eventually I might learn what a yarn over is. Sooner but than in the later. Meantime, in the meantime, I have a thumb hole for my... <laughs> Yarn over is just equal to whole. Essentially, that actually oh. is what it is. So. A hole. <laughs> a hole. So 
knitters, in order to make their everyday activities seem purposeful, make up words for mistakes. That's what I think is happening. And I think they're calling it, oh, I meant I meant to do that. It's called a yarn over. I'm amazing. I'm just a brilliant knitter. That was a yarn over. It was on purpose. Oh, my gosh. In fact, I've worked it into my, in fact, I'm going to start working it into my patterns. You want to yeah. yarn over three times here so that you have a random hole in the middle of your sweater that you're knitting for your grandma. But you're going to call it so a yarn much. over. I think this, who's to say this is not how this happened? I honestly <laughs> think like knitting probably just happened as an accident at some point. Like, well, we have these sticks. I'm cold. I got some yarn. I don't know. So, you know, things just happen. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is so I'm- funny. <laughs> Pretty sure that that's what happened, and you can't convince me otherwise. Oh my gosh, this is genius. Okay. So, if you think those jokes are funny, you're probably a knitter. Yeah, I was just going to say, nobody when else I'm, thinks this is funny. Yeah, when I start to think these jokes are funny, I will be a knitter. Oh, I don't know. You're already making them. You must know. I think maybe a little more than you're letting on, Jim. Is this one big rope-a-dope? I'd be very upset. Okay, so I don't know how to knit, but I have observed knitting, and I'm not that's you know, true I'm, yeah i've read a little things. bit of a head start even if you don't always have the context yeah, I'm watching yeah. people knit and like i've asked like you've heard these things like knit one pearl two knit one mm-hmm. pearl two. and i'm like is that like you knit one and then you pearl two and then i realize oh that's probably a row it's probably knit one row pearl two rows or could is be. it knitting and pearl i don't know is that how you it make could cables? be either Oh, shoot. So I don't know know what it is. (laughs) I just figured someone once told me, they're like, well, I think someone might have been Michael was like, yeah, a knit is this way and a pearl's backwards. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, so it's a mistake that you made into something nice. I see. Again, with that. I see. I see how you all are. It's very convenient how we all agreed upon this together, right? (laughs) Oh, convenient. Oh, I hate that we're outing us on my own podcast, but oh my gosh, so embarrassing. Well, as... So we'll learn more. Okay. So then I knitted a second piece. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Very good. So this is my second piece. Wow. Now see here, he's done all garter stitch, which is all just the knit stitch. So knitting on the right side and knitting on the wrong side, knitting every stitch, knit in and in it. And it looks really nice. It's very even. It's beautiful. So it's also like when I stretch it open, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I see all the, the little like interlocking things. And... Mm-hmm. I learned so much from number one that I was more careful and more sort of paying attention to, oh, I got to make sure that there's a little more consistency Mm. when I'm pushing the needle through. I'm actually going through these two threads Mm -hmm. rather than like just whatever. And I realized that that was a thing. So there's still a couple of little spots that are Either on either the tension was off and it looks like there's a hole. I wonder yeah. if that's what this hole I think up here so. is. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know if there's actually a yarn over hole, but there's a little weirdness in the corner here mm-hmm. that I don't know what happened. And that could have been part of like the bind off or the cast on, depending on which edge that sure. is. So But I also bound off and wove, I used that bone needle mm-hmm. and took the tail. And wove it into, you know, the edge. And so this one is, I did it with the first one too. And it's kind of fun to have like this little useless patch of fabric that I'm like, yeah, I don't know what this. Don't worry. 
you'll be much like me sooner than later. All your swatches become coasters. <laughs> oh. That's what it is in my house. <laughs> is that a hashtag? All your swatches become coasters? All your swatches are coasters. Yes. Okay, well, this is a coaster for a very... It's a coaster for a vase, like a long rectangular Ooh, vase. There you I think. Go. Or a little potted plant, maybe. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is a this is two coasters that are just woven together. Maybe <laughs> I fold it over into a square and it becomes a coaster. Oh, it could be like a, a can cozy. Hmm? Oh. Or I could wrap it around my water bottle. There you go. Ooh, oh, and look at that. It's the perfect color match. Because my water bottle is purple and the yarn is purple. Beautiful. Oh. Mm, yeah. boom. It could be a hat. That wonderful water bottle cozy. It could oh, be a brooch. Yeah. It could be a pterodactyl. Ooh. <laughs> That's right. A brooch. Perfect. Oh. So that's, that has been my adventure with knitting so far mm-hmm. as I'm learning to knit. I went away for a week and now I came back and I wonder if I remember how to knit. Is it like riding a bike? Uh, I would say yes, uh, depending on how long your break was. But um, generally, I mean, I've told you this before and I'll tell you again. The best way to get better quicker is to just knit a little bit every day, even if you're not like working on a specific goal, even if it's just a row. Um, it really does help. It's like anything. It's like <clears throat> doing a tarot card every day to learn the meanings. It's like, you know, anything else that you're trying to learn a lot of. So, um, consistency is key. You will gain muscle memory, and that's like the key to speed. So, Speaking of muscles, mm. after knitting for a while, oh. my fingers were kind of <laughs> crampy, and I was I was yeah. kind of surprised. And I thought, well, like anything that you do new, mm. you know, these are positions, and I'm holding probably I'm holding the needles tighter than I need to. I was mm-hmm. kind of aware of like doing energy. Yeah, do I need to hold these so tight? Mm-hmm. Like, as I'm really focused and my eyes are squinted and I'm yep. like trying to get it in there, it's like then some of the loops that were on the needle were really tight and it was hard mm-hmm. to slide them. And yep. then there was something that Michael said about tension or like just knit looser or whatever. And That's what's it. great about, you know, Michael is he's not super, he is the opposite of healthy. Like micromanaging, right? <laughs> he is like, I'm you like, you gotta go to should, him. I'm like, what should I do? And he says, just keep knitting. Uh, just I'm like, should I just fix progress. it? Yes. I have a hole. What should I do? He's like, I don't know. Just keep knitting. I love <laughs> that. Is, yeah. like, it's like the Zen, it's like super Zen advice, you know? I don't I know. I love that advice. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Just keep knitting, Jim. <laughs> Maybe not so helpful if you have specific questions, but, you know, helpful generally to keep a good mindset. Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was really wise, and I just love it. And I think about that with magic. I think about, mm. like, just keep practicing and see what happens. Like, I'm running a series of little experiments, and this is what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm going to do something, yeah. you know, I'm just going to keep doing it and see what my results are. And... Like magic, you can't really mess it up. People get real afraid. Mm -hmm. Like, I think people, do people get afraid? They're like afraid, like, I have ruined this entire shawl because I made this mistake four rows in. I didn't realize. And now I'm, I'm, you know, 250 rows in. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's always heartbreaking. <laughs> but it's it's funny because in most cases, you haven't ruined it because the fabric is reusable. I mean, your time is perhaps not able to be recouped. But, um, you know, if you missed it up and it's really bothering you that much, you have a really good opportunity, if you want to look at it that way, to redo it. So without, you know, having to have more money or anything, it's just a little more time. But, you know, right. maybe it'll turn out even better and that it will be worth it. So, or you just or, wear it and don't worry about it. <laughs> is it the karma of the piece? Right. Is it something mm. that's in there that is like, okay, well, that's how this piece works. Well, that's a good point. You know, um, like the Amish, when they're making things, especially like quilts, they will not make it perfect. They put in a mistake on purpose because the only thing that's perfect is God. So, um, so it's done on purpose because to worry about perfection again is like ridiculous because like I've said before, the idea of perfection to me versus to you is likely very different. So what mm -hmm. the heck am I striving for personal satisfaction? Well, that's one thing, but um, you know, so I don't know. It's just something to keep in mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm so excited. Like here I am knitting what I realize you're saying is stuck in it. And it doesn't really look like, when I think of knitting, I think of those little Vs, the oh, V-shaped. That's the garter stitch. Stockinette is the one that you're thinking of with the Vs, yes. Oh, okay. I've I've knit garter stitch. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm thinking of like all the little Vs and like my nice sweaters or whatever. Yep. And so one day, maybe mm -hmm. I can, you know, figure that out. But right now, just doing the garter stitch. Is that what I'm doing? Garter yep. stitch? Just knit, is knit, a, knit. Is just keep knitting. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a little Dory, the fish. Yep. Just keep knitting. Just keep knitting. If you want like a fun project, you can do like a scarf where you just knit, 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 knit until you see that it's all like a consistent width <laughs> for a while. And then you can learn to purl. And then you'll purl, 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 purl forever until you probably forget how to knit. And then you'll reincorporate that. And then you'll learn how to do them both in the same row. That'll really oh, dun, blow dun, your dun. mind. <laughs> okay. So what is it called when it's just pearls? Um, if like the whole fabric is just pearl? Yeah. It would be like a pearl garter stitch. It would look very similar to um, all knits. Okay. Yep. Gonna look basically just like that. Yeah. Maybe like a little bit wider since people's pearls are usually a little bit looser. Um, but That'll basically look the same. Yep. And then when you do knits and purls together in the same row, depending on the order you do them, usually that's like a ribbing. So that's when it's like around. Um, <laughs> that's the sound effect the ribbing makes, apparently. Yeah. Um, uh, if you want the visual yeah. of a ribbing, <laughs> it, the visual looks like this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it tightens <laughs> up around like a cuff. <laughs> I don't know. This is how my brain works, people. So now funny. you know. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> What's it like inside there? We don't want to know. I'm kidding. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, the ribbing like around my wrist or my. Yep. Like what, socks. The, when you hat. knit me sweat, when you knit me a pair of trousers and I want a gathered leg. That's right. You think that's a joke, but there's plenty of them out there. I've made knitted pants before, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. the 70s crochet outfits that are always the ones that get me. Oh, man. They're so you know, bad. They're good. Granny squares for the win. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Anything that's just a collection of granny squares into a garment 
always is a good idea, <laughs> especially if it's Which, shorts for men. Short so, shorts for men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The shortest shorts for men. Yeah. So they're not <laughs> called means, longs. <laughs> which means not a good idea. That was probably, that was probably yeah, not a good idea. No. Only a great, good idea in the 70s and not really that yeah. either. And a great idea for a meme on in, in, on social media. Right. Yes. Yeah. So we'll be looking for that yeah. one later. Yeah. We will. Yeah. Well, this has been super fun. Thank yes. you for helping me learn to knit. And Yay. I think about how magic will be incorporated into knitting a lot mm-hmm. as I'm doing this. I find that immediately it's meditative. Immediately I'm counting my stitches and I'm always thinking like, mm. oh, I want to cast on with 33 stitches, mm-hmm. right? It's like a master number or numerology. Yeah. So right off the bat, I'm thinking about the magic, you know, that could be incorporated in my cast on of 77 stitches Mm. or 33 stitches or something like that yeah i'm thinking about how um and i think as i go on there would be more sort of ideas that of how the pattern could be oh yeah certainly you know colors are really a thing Mm -hmm. um so we'll i'm looking forward to having more on more of an understanding as we go forward now that i'm learning to knit and to sort of expand and enrich our conversations yeah i think I can already see that you're going to take this and run with it. I can almost see down the road maybe you designing something. So I I know, I know that maybe this is too soon. But, but this is my first week of knitting, know. so wow. But you're already saying things like, well, once I understand how to make things, then I can really go for it. I mean, that's what I'm hearing. So I'm, I don't know. I'm just that's saying exciting. I'm excited. No matter what, I'm excited. Every time we do something we've never done before. Mm-hmm. Every time we reach in and learn something, we bring questions that are obvious or that are unthought about mm-hmm. for the people who've been practicing for a long time, right? Yeah. So what's really been fun is to ask you these newbie questions that yeah, have you say, I don't know why that is that way. Yeah. Why is it that way? <laughs> exactly. Huh. Yeah. And that's what I'm looking forward to the other direction with magic. Me too. I can't wait to see how I describe things that make you laugh. (laughs) (laughs) All you magicians are just calling it this because it's really a screw up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I see. Just wave the wand and cover it up. I Mm -hmm. got it. I Mm -hmm. got it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you geeking out on my particular um, passion project here. And uh, yeah, next week. Can't wait. Yay. Yay. See you all next time. See you then. This episode is a wrap. If you enjoyed what you heard, go ahead and follow us on your favorite podcast streaming app. And don't forget, you can see full video episodes of Knit a Spell on Light from Lantern's YouTube channel.